0: You can believe this or not believe it, but what I'm about to show you is 100% real. Alright? Okay. (laughs) The truth. So everything in the universe is made of energy. Uh Like you, me, the spa, everyone here, the drinks, it's all energy. Sure. And of course all energy leaves traces, right? So you can actually read those traces yourself if you're able to open yourself up to it. Come on. No, it's true. It's absolutely true. Okay. So, what you're gonna do is you're gonna touch one of these nine quarters. Okay. Put your finger on it, send your energy into that quarter. <laughs> I am gonna have my eyes closed and my back turned to you. Uh huh. And when I turn back around, I will read your energy off the coin <laughs> and tell you which one you pick. Okay. Okay. But first, I've got to get a feel for what your energy is. As opposed to all the other energy in this bar. Uh, so, may I see your hand?
1: Yes, you may. All
0: right. Is this the hand that you're going to be touching the coin with? I uh, know, actually, this one. <laughs> oh, okay. Getting my energy? Yes. I'm getting a real good feel for it.
2: Okay.
1: You got it? Yeah.
0: You got a good energy. Thank you. I gotta turn around. Okay. Set your energy into
1: the coin. Don't look.
2: I'm
0: not looking.
1: I touched one.
2: Excellent. Okay.
1: Do you feel it?
0: It's that one. Is that it? How
1: did you do that? I
0: told you I'm psychic. Come on. Oh, no, I am. I'm, I, uh, here, it's my job, actually. I, oh, you uh, have a card. I have a card. That's what I do for a living.
1: Well, this looks really fishy.
0: No, but this is, like, this is what I do. This is my wow. job.
1: That's insane. <laughs> I mean,
0: it's actually not, I mean... This is child's play compared to a lot of the stuff that I do. Oh, yeah? Uh, Yeah, this is just a bar trick. What
1: else do you do? Do you want to see? Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to do something that maybe only two or three of the best psychics in the world know how to do.
1: Okay. All right? Okay.
0: I am going to tell you your birthday. (laughs) I am going to reach into your mind, pluck out your birthday, pull it out. And give it to you. Okay. Okay. Sure. If I do this, you owe me a cranberry vodka. Deal. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's
1: fair. Give me your hands. I don't know why I'm, I'm giving you my hands. Because <laughs>
0: you know what's coming. <laughs>
2: I'm
0: getting something. I'm getting something.
2: Mm-hmm. So, you two, how'd you get together?
1: Well, uh, we were actually drinking at a bar mm-hmm. in New York, and um, he told me that he could read my mind, and that intrigued me, and <laughs> uh-huh. then he told me he could guess my birth date.
0: December 16th.
1: December, is
0: it December 16th?
1: Yes, on wow. Eleanor, it's December 16th. I forgot to send you a present.
0: <laughs> you are a snake. Uh, It's Yeah. <laughs> read her mind now. <laughs> uh, well, that's uh, that's just filthy. Oh, <laughs> don't get out <laughs> 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 Sorry about that. No, don't be. She's lovely. Yeah, she's great. I like her a lot. Oh, my God. Is this you?
1: Yeah, that's me in sixth grade.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, look at chubby little Amy.
1: What? Stop. That's a horrible thing to say. But You
0: were. I mean, it's adorable. No, you're terrible. There's nothing wrong
2: Go back to New York. I don't
1: know why I
0: brought <laughs> you here. Uh, because you wanted to fool around in your childhood bedroom?
1: Get away from me. No? We are not fooling around. Why not? My aunt is right outside the door. <laughs> I am sure she is right <laughs> outside the door. Quietly. She's probably it's listening to us right now. She knows exactly call. what's happening. She knows Animal. what's happening we're sleeping anyway. in separate bedrooms. Oh, that's
0: a pity. Who's that guy?
1: Uh, that guy is my cousin Andy and mm-hmm. his wife Linda.
0: Is that the governor with your dad? With
1: my dad, yeah. All right. He won humanitarian of the year for spearheading this campaign where kids in war-torn countries could get their hospital bills paid for. It was through his church. It was kind of a big deal. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kiss you. I hope you don't mind.
0: Um, In your childhood bed? I mean, what if someone hears you? Shut
1: Thank you for coming here.
0: It's my pleasure, of course. Why wouldn't I come?
1: I don't know. It's it's just a really big deal to me, and it's a really lovely thing to do, and I don't think a lot of people would. Uh, what else can I show <laughs> um, you? Um,
0: uh, is that your mom?
1: Yeah, that's my mom.
0: She's really pretty.
1: Yeah, wasn't she amazing? Mm. Uh, I always thought she could be, like this big time movie star, but she gave it all up when she met my dad. Oh yeah? Yeah. I guess she uh, just wanted a family more than anything else, you know? Sure. Yep. Oh, hi you two. Dinner's ready. Okay, great. We will be right down. All right.
3: God of all gifts, we thank you for the many ways you've blessed us on this day. Thank you for the blessing of having Amy with us who has traveled safely from New York City. Thank you for Jonah who is joining us for the first time and sharing in our Christmas traditions. And of course we are blessed to have Aunt Eleanor here Mm -hmm. who has created this beautiful meal. We honor those loved ones who could not be with us on this day and we cherish their memory. We give you thanks, O Lord, and the Holy Spirit who brings our hearts joy in this Christmas day and forever. In God's holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Let's
1: eat. <laughs> Can you pass me that mashed potatoes? Yes. Well, so
0: Jonah, we are delighted to have you join us. I am delighted to join you guys. Thank you so much for having us. Me. meal looks amazing. Yeah.
3: So what's your family Christmas tradition like?
0: Uh, nothing super special. Just, uh, you know, we'd, uh, well, my parents would put all the presents piled up in the middle of the living room and then just Turn all the kids loose on it. Let them tear them apart. <laughs> that
1: sounds terrible. <laughs> no, it was
0: fun. It was super no. fun. Hmm. Everyone in your family read minds? I know more. No, it's okay. Uh, in in my family, I am unique in that regard. I wouldn't say that I read read minds. That's,
3: so. that's what you do for a living, isn't it? You're you're a consultant, right? Hmm. So, what does that entail
0: exactly? Uh different things. Um, you know, Reiki healings tarot readings, aura readings, house cleansings, just kind of whatever my clients want. He was on TV, right? Mm-hmm.
1: I He was on the sci-fi channel as like a, a panel expert. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is just being there for people to talk to. You know, little it's a little bit like a therapist. It must be a terrible burden, though, to know what's going to happen. We pass the gravy, Amy. Yeah. It's not quite like that. It doesn't really work like, Um, it's just more, um, I sort of get a sense of, of pluralities, of different, uh, possibilities. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like visions. I like to think of it as more, I just sort of have an extra sense.
1: Like a sixth sense.
0: Yeah, a little like a sixth sense. That's, it's very cheesy sounding and totally <laughs> cliche, but that's kind of what it is, yeah. yeah. Um, an ability to see beyond the veil. <laughs> Mere reality.
1: Here comes the spiel. I wasn't
0: gonna do the spiel. No, no,
1: no. no. Do do it for aunt Eleanor. It's great. It's what he does for all of his clients. He's about to do a cold rain for it. Oh, I'd be honored. It's Christmas.
0: All right. I don't do this. This is not what I do for my clients. This is just an entertainment thing. Just do it. All right. Consider, if you will, the meteorologist. What does he have that you or I don't? Data. Pure and simple, just data. And that data allows him or her to make certain educated guesses, predictions, about a system well beyond the knowledge of any of us. Now, consider if you will, the possibility of a latent sixth sense, which can exist in any human being, but which is accessible only to a few. What I'm about to show you has no mystical element to it whatsoever. All it is is the perception of information, of data, that is easily accessible to those with the senses, the instruments, to be able to access them. And then I would just tell them something very personal about themselves.
1: God, isn't he great? Tell me something about myself.
0: Maybe after dinner. No, I'm curious what you were saying
3: about therapy. Why would, why would I choose you over a licensed
0: therapist. I'm oh, cheaper in the long run. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh,
0: well, I guess uh, people find it easier to talk to me than a therapist. Um, you know, people sometimes think that going to a therapist means you're sick. You don't think there's a danger in that? Uh, well, I mean, I don't bill myself as a therapist. Okay, but you do advertise yourself as a healer. Yes. I saw a ghost once. Ellie. <gasps> no, I didn't. <laughs> it was in Mimi's house. <laughs> He, he bent all her house keys, and she had to have them duplicated. I think some people, uh, you know, back to the point, uh, just find it easier to talk to me. That's all, just spiritual comfort. Okay, I,
3: I, I don't know that you necessarily see the deeper issue that I'm talking about here. People need more than just the easy answers. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe you're providing something more like a Band-Aid. And you don't think that sometimes the church provides easy answers? Well, the church has thousands of years of teaching and uh, scripture and ritual that we can draw from. Well, and a lot of that has been proven false. But we do have a tradition to which we're held accountable. Right. The,
0: it, it's the wisdom of the crowd. It's something, it's, it's deeper than just platitudes. In my defense, though, I w- I would say that I do offer a perspective that n- not a lot of people can get elsewhere. I offer a macro perspective, and I think that's important. There's a a great book by Alan Watts that I used to turn to when I felt like I needed perspective. It's a book on Taoism, and, well, I lost it a couple Mm -hmm. of years ago, but do you know where it is? (laughs) Uh
3: Look, please don't misconstrue what I'm saying, Jonah. I I like to think that I'm pretty Mm open-minded. I just don't think that what you do as, as entertainment should in any way be connected to something legitimate like mental health or spiritual health. Daddy, for that matter.
1: why don't you tell us what's going on with the library restoration?
3: Uh, they had to stop work to sort out some zoning issues, but they should be back up before the holidays.
1: A big out-of-state company tried to come in and tear down our library and build a high-rise, but Daddy got it to be declared a historical landmark.
3: So. Not an easy thing to do,
0: believe okay. me. Yeah, that's very cool. You know, I'm uh I I'm more than just an entertainer. I don't doubt that. And I actually think that there's um a lot of what you do and a lot of what I do that's not entirely dissimilar. You know, we help people. Okay, well there's a
3: big there's a big difference that you're not acknowledging here, Jonah. I live amongst the people that I help. I'm there day in and day out. Right. You now when they suffer a death in the family. I am there with them, and I
0: suffer with them. I've certainly shared in a fair amount of suffering. I tend to a community, and you have clients. I might argue that I offer something that the church just can't.
1: Jonah,
0: can no, you just No, like please. It? You know, there are a lot of people that feel that the church infantilizes them. The church implies that an intermediary is necessary between them and God, and with all due respect, sir, there is a subtext in calling a reverend father, and that's that they're your children. And you're not an intermediary? I help people feel that the spiritual stuff is real stuff in the here and now, that they have access by to By cold reading them. By showing them that we really are all a connected whole. That you know,
1: I, I would really love a demonstration.
0: All right. Jonah, how about a demonstration? Daddy, please. Uh, no,
3: I'm curious about Jonah's insights. How about it? Okay. I lost my wife three years ago. Why don't you tell me
0: something about her? <sighs> um, I'm very sorry. I crossed a line, and I apologize. Uh, we can talk about something else. If you. I have some things of hers, if that would help. Oh, you. Eleanor. Uh,
3: You see, there aren't simple answers to life's real problems. That's all I'm saying, so. Look, let's just change the subject. So, Amy, honey, have have you had any more trouble with your language? She wished
0: that you had more time for her. She was frustrated and resentful that you always seemed to have so much more attention to spare to some of your parishioners. She, uh, uh uh-huh. What, Jonah? Go on. She knew about, um... Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know. No, what? What
3: what did she know about? You know what she knew.
1: Can you stop? This is an act that you like to play, and right now, it's hurting people.
3: Thank you
0: for the demonstration. Yes,
1: thank you very much.
0: I wish we would stop calling it an act. It's not an act. Oh, it's an act! It's not an act.
1: It's a a magic trick!
0: No, it's not a... This
1: is all a silly little act, and you need to stop pretending like it's something real.
0: Uh... Yeah, I'm getting something. You are? Yeah, I am. (laughs) Uh... November 26th.
1: <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> August 1st. No, you're getting farther away. <laughs> uh, what was it? That's it? You're going to give up?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Uh, December 16th.
0: Wow, that wasn't even close. No. No. <laughs>
1: oh. Oh, well. That's okay. <laughs> Show me another one. Show me another trick.
0: <laughs> um, I think I'm going to retire the tricks no. for the evening, actually. No,
1: Don't feel it's fine.
0: No, it's... Uh, it's
1: just
0: one. I... Thank you. But uh, I'm starting to feel a little tired. Oh, okay. I
1: think like, okay. I'm probably
0: go. Out Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: <clears throat> it was really nice meeting you.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was really
0: nice meeting you, too. Um... Actually, I've got... Can I just show you one more? Real quick.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. The next time you see your Aunt Eleanor, tell her her book fell behind the dresser. That should blow her mind.
2: Cold Read performed by Alex Marino, Christina Dabney, Blanche Ames, and TJ Mannix. It was written by Lewis Cornfeld. Special thanks to Ann Hepperman and Marianne McKibben Dana for their help with this episode. The music you're hearing right now is Sunshine by A Band of Bees from their album Sunshine Hit Me. And if you'd like to know more about The Truth, we have a website, thetruthpodcast.com. We tweet at thetruthfiction. The Truth is part of Radiotopia from PRX. It's made possible with support from the Knight Foundation and our launch sponsor MailChimp, who celebrate creativity, chaos, and teamwork. This has been the first episode of Season 3 of The Truth. Our next episode is an adaptation of a story by Philip K. Dick. So look for that. It's coming soon. Our associate producer is Carrie Kasten. I'm Jonathan Mitchell. And you have been hearing... The Truth... Radio